everyone, we are back. Welcome back along to the Middle Diamond Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Pantelios. I'm joined once again by Mr. Josh Laminato. Josh, how are you, mate? I'm, I'm good. Good to be back. It's been a while. Hope you're not too us. Yeah, should be good. Kuz, how are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing excellent, you know. It's, a, it's been a great couple of weeks, even though we haven't been on the podcast, but uh, it's been very enjoyable. It has indeed. And last but not least, Papa, how are you doing, mate? I'm, I'm doing great. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has- it has been a while. There's Sleepless been a night. lot. Sleepless nights. Very true. There's uh, there's been a lot happening in the world of football since we last last did an episode. So yeah, we do have plenty to go through. We'll start with the Premier League champions though. So Kuzi and I, uh, it's a big moment for us. You know, thirty years in the making. You know, we've been supporting the club for a number of years now. Kuzi, from an insider's perspective as a fan, you know, talk me through the emotions and the feeling of you know the moment when. Uh, Chelsea beat City to to make mm. to declare us as champions, and then this morning uh, when Hendo finally got his hands hands on the trophy. So yes, well, that was we won it on my birthday, so that was the best birthday gift you could ever be given. And um, no, it was just it was so good to see finally us becoming champions after so long. But you can just see what it means to everyone, and like the the job Jurgen Klopp has done, it's unbelievable. I love him. He's the best, and you can tell even when we, um, because we're filming this the more the day that we're celebrating lifting the title, he's just so like humble. Like the way he was celebrating with everyone, he was getting all the the team staff. He was pushing them to the front. He didn't want to be all in. Everyone's like at the front of the crowd, and it was just really nice. Too bad the fans couldn't be there. But what I would do to be in that that Anfield Stadium when they were, were celebrating, I'd do a lot. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, one of the big and almost underrated things that he's he's done since he's been there is change the culture, improve the mood and make everything a bit more inclusive, you know, so that everyone feels appreciated. Uh, I'll come to you, Josh, obviously from an outsider's perspective. I'm sure there's a there's a bit of jealousy whether you will admit it or not. Just talk, talk, talk to me about it. I'm, I'm jealous because, like, every Arsenal, well, every... I always say every Arsenal fan because every you know how Arsenal fans are split in opinion. But I personally believe if, if Mr. Wenger left in 2014, we get a man like Klopp, we get a man like Guardiola, potentially a world class manager that helps you build from not necessarily a situation where you were from. Because when Klopp came to use, we were probably a bit more. I'm um, advising you guys were in the same position as you are right now. No, we yeah, more or less, more or less. Yeah, we'll check. We'll change this every year. Back in 2014. No, he's saying when, oh, yeah, when oh, yeah, Klopp, yeah, yeah, when Klopp yeah. came in, it's the equivalent yeah. of where you are now. Yes, sorry, Papa. Yeah, you're right. So, um, now nah, good on Klopp. I mean, like, I, I don't think it's just Klopp. I think just from your board perspective and what you've done transfer-wise, especially, like, it's created that that culture there where you're buying players like Sadio Mane, Salah, for example. They're, they're decent players when they come from Roma and Southampton, but they come as, they're, now they're world beaters. Like Fabinho from Monaco. Yeah. There. But the one person that stands out for me is Henderson because I'll tell you right now, if I went to use in like 2015, 2016, and I'll tell you about Jordan Henderson, I'll say to you, I'll give you 20 mil tomorrow for Henderson. I bet you most Liverpool fans would say, yeah, done, sorted. Mm. Now probably he's would, probably would have yeah, agreed to that up to, up to 2017 and 18. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah, he's yeah. recovered so well, man. Yeah. Like, but obviously, you put better players around him, everyone, everyone lives. But players like that that have been through the trenches of Liverpool, I'm not happy for him because I don't like your clubs. I don't like any club with anything except Arsenal. But like, they deserve it. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> painful to watch because the Liverpool fans do like to run their mouth as we're all aware. But good on oh, we don't run our mouth. Not you, not you two in particular. But oh, actually, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, the series have done over the last, what, 15 months, been criticised, not winning trophies. I was one of them not saying that. Well, one of them saying that, but I'm good on you, man. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your kind words. Popper, to you. Yeah, obviously, honestly, you, honestly, you've, yeah. you've, seen, you've seen Chelsea lift the title numerous times. Yes, so, I can um, say it's a great feeling. I, I feel what you felt today. Unfortunately, Dama hasn't, but... <laughs> well, k- kudos to Liverpool, honestly. deserved. <laughs> by far the best team in the league. Yeah, I, I think even the most deluded of fans couldn't disagree Honestly, with the fact that, you're not that Liverpool deserve if you don't, it. If you don't agree. That's, oh, exa- yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so That's why Dama doesn't agree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even hear what you say. Because you, you're not a football fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll move on. Um, obviously, plenty, of, plenty happens overnight. Tri- um, Trivia? So, Oh, yeah, shit, sorry. Dama, trivia. Um, While we're on the topic of champions, I thought it's best to do something related to champions. Now, if you get all of these, I'll be pretty surprised. No, there's not 74 answers like Popper's question a couple weeks ago. 72, 72. (laughs) 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 Question is, how many times has the Premier League been decided on the last day? Can you tell me what years and who won it? Tough one. This one one dates back to Whoever gets the most wins. Oh, I already uh, I got one off the top of the head. Gee, that's a tough yeah. one. Whilst, whilst we're going... Yeah, that yeah, that helped. So there's uh, eight. Okay. Eight, okay. Yeah. Whilst you guys are getting some of those answers down, we'll just go over the, the morning's results and what's been happening in the world of football over the last uh, week or so. So, you know, Liverpool... Uh, back to winning ways this morning with a very entertaining 5-3 win over Chelsea. Man United, they were held at home to West Ham, potentially you know, hindering their, their top four aspirations. Uh, you know, that, that's gone down right to the wire and be a very intriguing contest at the King Power uh, on Sunday night in Australia time. Um, and yesterday, big result in terms of, big results, I should say, in terms of the relegation battle with Aston Villa securing a win over Josh's, Josh's Gunners. And uh, City slapping Watford 4-0. A lot of controversy at Watford at the moment. Uh, Nigel Pearson had done some wonders. They looked like he'd got him out of trouble and into safety, but he'd mysteriously been sacked with two games left. Me personally, I think there's a little bit more to it. There's something we don't know about that because it doesn't just oh, it just doesn't make sense. Josh, yeah, I'll come I will come to you first, Josh. What, what's your take on that? You know, considering there's two games left to go and he's he's got the sack. First, and you know well, the inside outs of the club. <laughs> I hope Watford, I hope Watford goes down and they take their cojones with them. Um, <laughs> no, but for me, for me, unless this bloke's like done something to like the art freaking CEO's wife or something, I don't know how you can be sacked in that position. They were yeah. nine points. They were in nine points after sixteen games. They've what had? They've sacked like through. That's been through four. That's been through four managers this season. They're on their fifth, I'd say now, or it's back to one of the interims. To me, for me, if you're running a club like that, you don't deserve to be in the Premier League. You need a show a bit of stability. Yeah, and to, to yep. do what he's done in the space of pretty much 20 games, because he came there, what, round 16, to do what he's done in 20 games, get like 30-odd points for relegation. He's, he's known for that, though. He's known for getting clubs out of relegation that, and everything. Yeah, he's built, he's built his reputation on that. If you, if you sack him at the end of the season and you've stayed up and you have decent reasoning saying we want to progress, I'm sure you get a bit more respect, but when there's two games left, 
what do you expect? Well, honestly, I hope yeah, no, exactly. You don't deserve to be in the Premier League after doing stuff like that, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, it is a bit of it is a confusing. They've, they've one. got like a couple good players in their team, like Delphi, Saar. I think they've got some quality players, and I think if they go down, they'll get snapped up big time by Premier League sides. That's yeah. that's a big that's a big thing as well, um, because there are some quality players that are going to go down from like Ducore. Yeah, and even from Bournemouth, who look like they're going to go down, and and Norwich, who are confirmed that Norwich, they've Gosh. got the likes of Pookie, um, Canwell, Medea, Aaron's, Jamal Lewis. They've got some players that can get snapped up. Even Tim uh, Cole's a quality keeper. Yeah, He's Premier League proven. So yeah, it'll yeah. it'll be interesting to see you know what what happens with those players. And that's what I was wondering because earlier on I was sure West Ham would go down because they they couldn't buy win. So I was just you know you look at some of the quality players that could have been potentially going down and you know. You know, Liverpool have the whole team basically. exactly, and you look, you look at Liverpool. You, we, we've signed Shakiri and one out and from relegated teams, you know. And Shakiri, you know, he's he's had injury problems throughout his career, but he's he's come up big when he's needed to. And one out had yeah. a, a sensational career so far, so it just shows that there are quality players that do go down. You know, the, the team's results aren't the build on end all for these players, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in regards to relegation clauses as well. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting transfer window. Um. Josh, to, as well, come back to you. Yesterday morning, what happened with the Gunners? Um, what happened for me? That's just that's just typical Arsenal. You beat two of the best teams in Europe in the space of like five days. I could see that happening. You're a shot from target. You guys have been, you guys, the way you guys have been putting your two your good form, two wins in a row. Yeah, is you've been sitting off and catching. Yeah. Catching the we're, big clubs been, on the counter. Yeah, Versing a team like Villa, you're not gonna have. To, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna get the chance to do that because they're not gonna try our, control our the biggest, game like a City our or big, Liverpool. Our, our biggest problem this year has been against those sides where you can't break down the lines. For me, for me, we showed a little bit of signs like before coronavirus. Uh, Ozil against Newcastle beat them four 0 I think there's a couple other games where he, like, he obviously got time on the ball so he can do it, but. What I don't understand is that for like five or six years, we've had the likes of Ramsey, Ruchi, Rosicki, Ox, Ozil. We've had a problem of having too many of those same players, the same creative players. And now all of a sudden, we're in a situation where we need to go out and sign one or two. Yeah, but you th- you'd think uh, Pepe for 72 million yeah, would be able to create a game between the lines, eh? The thing is with this, he's playing in a role that doesn't suit that. You're playing off. He doesn't get it. He, what's Pepe's strength? Cutting on his right and shooting. Yeah, he's done that three or four times and freaking all. It gets close, man. It's almost it's in the back of the head. Bench this morning. I know, I know. You've got, got two big games coming up, but I can understand for squad rotation after you play two big games as well. But from what I can see Arteta's doing, he's trying to solidify that defence for the time being. And to be fair, he's doing okay, considering what we have. You, we, we need, everyone knows we need to get rid of the dead wood. We need to bring in some players. But... I think over the next year or so, we're not going to play that system. We're going to start creating more chances because we have to. That's just freaking boring what we've been doing. It's boring. Yeah, it's, it's bloody boring, as Popper would say. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we'll, we'll leave it there in regards to results. We'll go into the main topic for this week. Uh, we're just going to do a bit of a recap. For those who listened to the, the previous episode, I believe it was, uh, all four of us gave a bit of a prediction for what would happen for the remainder of the season. I'll come, uh, I'll come to you, Popper, first. Your prediction was that Spurs and Arsenal would finish outside of the top 10. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it's not going to happen. But um, you know, what was your thinking going into that? Because you, you certainly did have, have... There were signs to suggest that it was a possibility. At the time, I'm not... I'm, uh, I'm, I hope I'm not mistaken, but Arsenal and Tottenham were like 8th and 7th. 
at that stage. And I was, I'm uh, looking at the trial game results and Arsenal and Tottenham were looking very shaky, like losing really beatable games. I think Arsenal lost to like a championship team. And also Bradford. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bradford, oh, no. Yeah, and like the highlights, your defence looked very shaky. But, well, you and guys, if you guys lose on, if you guys lose on the weekend... No, I don't think we can. Nah, nah, you, they're, yeah, but they're it'll be one point. point. It's very close. Very close. Yeah, and it's round 38, so it can't. <laughs> <laughs> it can't <have> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I feel like still, he's been, he's pretty close with Arsenal, no, man. Like, consider, I would not consider it like. For me, you got him close. Remember, Damo, you had a goal with me. Spurs, Spurs was a bit of a. Look, the thing is, but Arsenal was more realistic. Yeah. For me, for me, the first two games were crucial to what we do. We had City and Brighton. Me, my personal opinion, I'll, I would like everyone would have liked four points out of those games. And the Louise mistake, yeah, it's unforgivable. Cost us that game. And then Brighton, that was just disgusting. Full stop. And that's put us behind. I think that put us behind the eight ball a bit because every Arsenal fan starts with hope and it shatters instantly. Have you seen the ladder burning on top of you? Yes. Yeah, I know. But that's <laughs> not, I'm saying those two games, I think they cost us early. But what do you do, man? What do you do? Oh, it's a process, as you know, Papa. Trust the process. Exactly. Spurs have been looking all right, man, though. Like, they're, they're still dodgy, but what do you, I don't know. What do you think I, of Spurs? Go, tell me what you think of Spurs, like how they're playing at the moment. Have you seen much of them? You can go, Kuz. I watched them against some Bournemouth. Yeah, I was with you. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know. I think they're just, their defence is just shocking. Like they're, the they're all washed up. Yeah. yeah. Like they're all I agree with you. Again, when we played Spurs, we had so much of the ball. And every chance I had came off our mistake. If Mourinho keeps on playing that system next year, I think without investing Wait. 200 to 300 mil, they're going to struggle, man. To if be I'm fair, they've gone off beaten in five. Did you just say two or 300 mil? Yeah, I think they need to <laughs> I think they need to invest big. I don't think anyone's ever spent that money. That good. Like, for a team that's meant to be that good and they're playing in that defensive, like... That's what I mean, right? Yeah, but that's exactly. style. See, see, for me, I I, I don't mind them because that he's changed formation after that. Bro- after the um Bournemouth game, sorry, he gone from a four two three one to a four three three, and that's freed up Lacelso and it's freed up Sissoko, and it's yeah. given the front three more license to do whatever they want. So against Leicester, Leicester had all of the ball, but they just they caught him on counters. Mm. Kane was and it worked sensational, and it worked. And it worked against Arsenal as well. Yeah, but it when worked... you work um, playing against like the bottom side team that parked the bus, yeah, no, that's that's what they're going to do, and that's going to be the challenge. That's going to be the challenge. He's done that before, you know. And that, he's, well, that he's happened again. That challenges those challenges before when teams sit off against him. Yeah, but you look at it like they in against uh, Sheffield when they lost three one, and then Bournemouth when they drew nil all. They had over sixty percent possession and were, were dreadful. And like, like I said, they have changed formation since. However. You know they, they. I think there's signs of like encouragement, but there's still definitely room for improvement. Look, I think I think I can't wait to see what they're like when crowds come back because I think the way the crowd reacts to the way they play will determine a lot of things. Like you look at Man U near the end of Mourinho's year, like Mourinho's time there, they got frustrated really, really quickly with that. Yeah, but I think yeah, but you know what the thing is, Josh. I think that goes the same for Arsenal because the only reason you got yeah. results against Arsenal again and against City is because you sat off. Yeah, you notice once, against against Villa when the onus is on you to go break him down to go create chances, 
you, you struggled and you struggled like that. And I understand it's a process and that comes with it. Kuz and I experienced that firsthand with Liverpool. It, we struggled to break down that low block, those banks of four. It is difficult. Mm. But I think I don't think that's fair. I don't think you can only say that about Tottenham. I think that applies no, to a number I'm of not, teams. No, no, I agree. But I'm with yeah. that's why I brought it up. But but I, I, don't think think have, I think they have done really well for like how shaky their defence has been. When you look at their results since the break... Not bad, yeah. yeah. But they, I guess yeah. he's trying to yeah. implement a style of play when Pochettino is playing completely different type of football. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly right. And I, think, and I, think, I think this preseason will be good for them, though. I, I, I think the preseason is important. Oh, I think for every team, you look at Chelsea, even us, United. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're bringing in additions. I'm going to say right now, I think next year's Premier League race will be it's the toughest four horse race we will ever see. And I'm not even kidding. I think everyone's race in where? Four horse race for the title. I think. Nah, no, nah, there won't be four teams going for a title. Man. No way, Josh. The, nah, I mean, Josh, the gap between. The gap between. going to be in the four horse race. I want to hear this. I think Sydney are going to come out, sign some players, and challenge again. I think Chelsea are going to come out. Which they already have more big. They they signed yeah, another. Like, yeah, but like, our defense is too shaky to challenge for the title at the moment. But you still haven't finished investing. You bring in the centre back and a keeper pop and that changes everything. You fix up yeah. that spine and it's a whole different complexion. Same with us as Spurs. If we bring we in spines, it's another level. Look, I think Liverpool not they're not at their peak yet. I think you can go further, but I think teams are gonna lift a whole other level to what we saw this year. That's what I think. See, I I, I still think us and City are too far ahead. I, I like if if you look at it, Chelsea 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 have spent what was it forty ish on ZH. Uh, 55-ish on um, Werner. Werner. And rumours are saying that Havertz is nearly a done deal for Hermione. See, for me, that doesn't make sense because I think that, that that ruins it for Mount, who's been so he's been so good this season. He's probably been one of their most consistent players. Yeah. But then the, the counter to that is it, it'll clear out a lot of players. You'll see guys like Barkley who go potentially lost his cheek, Jorginho. Um, I think but, there's been rumours of Kante leaving as well. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he hasn't been able to stay yeah. fit this season. Yeah, I'm a Lampard's ready to sell him to free up some money. He hasn't. He has hardly been playing anyway. Yeah, and I don't think he's so good, man. He's so yeah. good. But again, for two years now, he's been misused. He hasn't been played. He needs to be yeah, in that. Exactly. He has yeah. to be in that that six role. It's it's literally a no brainer. Yeah, but that's, like, but that's not a type of football that Chelsea play. Yeah, no, and that's exactly right. You guys are better off. You your best football this season has been with uh, Jorginho and Kovacic. And Kovacic, in, and Kovacic or, or, has been outstanding. Mm, I, I think I think Pop. I reckon with your prediction, if it was before lockdown when Tottenham had like they were in a massive injury crisis, they had no Kane, no Son, no Sissoko. I, yeah. Honestly, I could have seen them finishing in the bottom half. They were just they just got knocked out of the Champions League, the FA Cup. They were that exactly yeah. been in the league. Um, I think yeah, Kane being back to his prolific breast, he's he's really impressed me, uh, particularly in the last few games. I think I think Tottenham have reasons to be encouraged next season. What do you think? What do you think the goal is with Kane, like, regarding staying at Spurs? Think, I reckon one more year, if they don't win a trophy next year, yeah. it's gone. I was going to say, and I feel like I feel like from a Spurs perspective, like, as you... It's, know, now, or ne- it's now or never. Even that, they've got to pay off the stadium as well. So, like, Kane will be thinking, all right, we've been close a few times. We've been close with Bro, promises. You in the stadium, you man. Nah, you're obsessed with it. Nah, you've, got to, you've got to pay it off, bro. You've got to pay Every it off. Every time you mention them, you mention their new stadium. When you got big players like that that are worth a huge tra- transfer value, you're not going to run down that contract and sell it for forty mil. Yeah, but he's he signed like a seven year deal, not yeah, that know, or something like that. 
I know, but that's what I'm saying. If he stays one or two more years, then that value drops a fair bit compared to what it is now. Where do you reckon I, he'll go? Look, if he didn't, if he wasn't locked in for so much, I could have seen him going to United. That's why. Yeah, I'm same. Big, I could see I'm him going to United. Um, I think I think he'll stick around one year. See, because yeah. Mourinho, with his trophy-winning history, I think you've got to give him a year and give him a full season to see what he can do. Yeah, and if I they're agree. in Europa League next year, they're a shot to win. Though I can see them winning a cup next year, though. Yeah, yeah. Something. I think I think a realistic a realistic successful season for them next year would be a trophy and top four. I think I think anything less than that. Would be yeah, that'd be their goals. It'd have to be. So. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, I could, I could say likewise with Arsenal as well. Oh, I think I think to a lesser extent because you're in a complete rebuild, they're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fair. think I think for you guys, it'd be the same as us under Klopp's first full season. Top four is your is your objective. If you can win a trophy, you take it. Can I can I just ask from a neutral perspective quickly? I know we've spoken about Arsenal a bit here, but we'll stop off this. How would you see us? How would you determine Arsenal season if we come out with a trophy? Compared to how we don't. Considering if you put it in con, if you put it in context with everything that's happened, I think it's a success. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah, very successful season. Like I think because you because you guys have been you guys have been you guys have been so shit this season. No, it's bad. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If we win a if we win a trophy this season. Yeah, but from a fan's perspective, shit. you'd take that any day. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll give my right enough for it. I'm not even kidding. You know, and especially oh, when you're like mid man. No, no, but especially when you're like a mid table club to win like an FA Cup. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Popper, your prediction wasn't wasn't uh, a success. We'll move on. Josh, yours was that sh- the wheels would fall off at Sheffield. Uh, and again, it looked it looked good, at, you know. Initially, they they lost their first few games in the in, since the restart. Yeah. Um, but since then, they've put a bit of form together. Uh, they're sitting in eighth. They look like that. They'll definitely finish top half. So for them, that's definitely a successful season. What what made you think it was it was going to go to shit for them? Look, I think um, they were very. I think their fans played a huge aspect of how well they did. I think you look at some of their games there, like last fifteen minutes, they used to run over teams. They had they'd like that second win, as you'd say. But um, look, they, they started. They struggled to be fair when they started. Like for me, they got stitched up hard against Villa. Like that, everyone remembers that VIR goal. I think that changes. Oh, yeah. That changes yeah. a lot of things because Sheffield could potentially be pushing for Champions League spots, no, and Villa exactly. would be down if that happens. Get, yeah, that would give, that would give momentum. Yeah, and then they lost to Newcastle. They got that red card that Lundstrom or that Egan got sent off. I think and it was a capitulation. Then they got slapped by Man U. And then they lost to us in the League Cup, so they started off pretty poor. And I thought, oh, I'm they've, had, they've had some good. Re- they've had some good results though. They yeah, scored that last minute winner against um, against Wolves, and they and they beat Spurs, and they deserved yeah. the win against. Spurs, and they beat so. and, and, they, and, and they, they spanked Chelsea. Spanked Chelsea, that's yeah. right as well. Yeah, so I, think, like, I mean, to be fair, like they drew to Burnley as well. Like that's not to be fair. It's not easy. more. No, no, after like they went through that like, rough patch of form, they've done really well to bounce back. Mm. I think they I wouldn't say their wheels have fallen off though, because they've, they've sort of yeah. followed that pattern. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they more or less stayed the same. I think they dropped a little bit, but yeah, I wouldn't say they fell off. Yeah. I mean, nah. every team dropped, obviously, but they only they've only won three games and drawn one out of the ten they played, whatever it is. So like, it's not ridiculous, but it's not. Yeah, they're still sitting eighth though, which is yeah, like, for them. If you're off the bat, the start of the year. Like, just... If they win, if they win this weekend, like, actually, no, they can't, never mind. No. <laughs> Europe League, never mind. 
I think that pretty much that's pretty much it for Sheffield. Unfortunately, again, Josh, your your prediction wasn't necessarily oh, unsuccessful, but it wasn't a success. So we'll take the L. Coos, uh, we'll come to you. Yours was that Salah was going to retain his golden boot for the third straight season. And I'll tell you what, that looked all right, particularly after um, after that Brighton game when he scored a double and he was mm-hmm. he was really good that day. He had he had one of those games where he, everything was coming off for him. Um, I think that's really been on his mind though in the last couple of games. He has been a, he, he is a greedy player as it is, but I think that greed has you know I think consumed him a little bit. Uh, you know, what, what's your take on on you know his chances yeah, going had, for the Golden Boot? He has had plenty of chances, like because I've watched him like each. Each game, you can see how many chances he gets. Every match, he always has plenty of chances to score. He's just that type of player where he gets in and around. You know, some players like like Mane will score plenty of goals, but he doesn't like go. He's not as direct as Salah is. Like yeah. you say, he can be selfish, but you know, if you want to, if you want to hype him up a bit more, you can call him more direct. You know. Yeah. But he has had some golden, missed some golden chances, which uh, would have bought, got him in. But with a with a golden boot race, credit to Ings and um, Vardy as well, because they've been yeah. unbelievable since the restart. Vardy was on a bit of a dry run towards yeah. uh, towards the lockdown and and then coming out of into into project restart. Yeah, he's done well to bounce back. He'll probably win it. Yeah. Uh, unless Salah can pull four goals out against Newcastle, I think it's possible. If, if, if Ings scores within like the first twenty minutes, I could see him maybe winning it equally with Vardy. And they've and they've got Chef, they've got Sheffield, so it's, it's a winnable game for them. Exactly. Can I just um, wait? This is just like a bit off topic here, but looking at like Ings being in the like one of the top scorers, imagine he gets top scorer and Nick Pope wins top clean sheet person. That'd be yeah. two people outside of like the top six who win like the yeah, top yeah. clean sheet and goal scorer. That'd be unbelievable, and that just shows think, how good the prem is. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say it shows it shows the top to bottom quality. Uh, a bit unrelated, but on Nick Pope, uh, not no, not Nick Pope. Sorry, I was thinking of Dean Henderson. Well, I'll stick with Dean Henderson. Um, obviously, De Gea had some some has had some blunders uh, since the restart. Yes. What what do you know how to do with their goalkeepers? Papa, I want to ask you a question first. Papa, yeah. explain to me Chelsea's keeper situation. Who would you like to see you, you see yourself bring in? Okay, honestly, um, I don't see a future with Kepa. He's too small from the Premier League. It's completely different style of football compared to La Liga. Yeah, it's so, too physical. Yeah. You see all the goals. He's got the worst um save percentage. Yeah, for I the most like... expensive goalie in the world. Anything high, anything high as well. He doesn't say yes. that. He's, he's usually not tall enough. Sorry to follow up that question. If I'm a Chelsea fan and De Gea is a man you next year, I think Anderson's the one you need to chase. Yes. Anderson deserves to be starting. At a we've been linked. He's we've been linked with him. Yeah, it'd be yeah, pretty I'll perfect. See. I don't think you're linked. English as also, well. apparently, we're linked with Ariola from Real Madrid. Second game. I don't know if I don't know if I rate him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he won the league, league and the league. Yeah, he won both. Yeah, he won both. Yeah. Uh, nah, Papa, you need to go. I reckon you need someone a bit, a bit better than uh, Ariola. Yeah, well, he, he'd fit. I think he'd fit Chelsea perfectly. But if, but maybe I, with that I can't see him, United like, just getting rid of the hair like that because he's been yeah, there for so long. You know when uh, there's, there's players who have just been there for so long and. 
there's a few like morals and they just wouldn't want to. That so, yeah, Solskjaer Sol- Sol- still looks like he loves him. Yeah. Well, like, I see him after games giving him hugs and stuff. He looks like he's got a soft spot for him. Yeah. To me, that will sum up. Try to boost his confidence. Potentially, but. If they keep the hair, that will sum up menu. I think they're in a situation here where they either go for sentiment or they go, all right, we're here to make a statement. And they can re- bring yeah. another centre back, maybe That's another exactly. a CDM. And I think they need they a need for me. some authority. They've I think they need a pop. In, in this market, how much do you reckon De Gea would go for? 20 years, oh, Max. Yeah. 20? 20? Nah, 20. you're tripping. You're tripping. They'll want 50 for him. Yeah. yeah. Basing off performance of 20 mil. He's been shit. Yeah, but he's still it's is, not, you know, but it's not, bro. You know, you can't let recency bias, you know, dictate you in that sense. Man. He's he literally he's he's won the player of the year like three or yeah. four times. He's been probably the best keeper in the world for the better part of last since decade. Since Ronaldo scored that hat trick, since the World Cup, since, since the World Cup, yeah, since the World Cup, he's been he's been dodgy. Yeah, you said that. You you've yeah. said you, you have been consistent with that, Josh. I'll give you that. But um. For me, for me, there's like eight or nine better keepers in the Prem than De Gea at the moment. For me, but me yeah, personally, I, I think Arsenal have two better keepers than De Gea. I think Mark. Dude, Martin just watch how De Gea plays. He looks. I still think I still think De Gea is better Martin. than Martinez. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Martinez. Man. To credit to Martinez, quickly, he's freaking saved on six or seven points this season. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. But yeah, I, like I said, don't let recency bias dictate you. you. I reckon Chelsea could even look at someone like Casper Schmeichel if he'd want to leave. I reckon he'd fit them well. Yeah, but I think age is a factor there, though, because yeah, they, yeah. they spend that big on Kepa, who's so young. I, I don't yeah, know no. why you'd... Because you you're not going to get equal value. They dropped, what, $71 million on him? I think you wouldn't get more than 40 45 for him. For me, for me, Kepa has been the worst Premier League signing ever. For that money, the worst Premier League signing ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. performance and money, worst signing ever. Oh, it's a shout. It's a shout. Um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. You know, uh, so, yeah, back to the the initial uh, topic. Salah probably won't, he won't be getting golden boots. So yeah, we dragged that big time. Yeah, we, we were way off topic there. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll just go to my prediction. Mine was that Spurs would finish top four. Um, if you look at their form now, they've won four of the last five games. So if they if they had worked it, got their shit together earlier on. Um, they, they could have been in with a chance. My thinking was that back to full strength with Kane, that you know, and you know the mid, they're having very logical you know, choice. Like having good. having all the options. Obviously, yeah, thanks, Paul. Obviously, they had ground to make up, but I still, I, I think they had a chance. But you know, looking at it in hindsight, you know, they are a, f- a fair bit out. So yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, we'll go to the weekends. Um, we'll go to the weekends fixtures because there is there's it's all to play for bar the. The title and you know in the mid mid table there's still Champions League places available relegation is still is still you know very hot so Chelsea I believe need a point against Wolves to secure um, Champions League United and Leicester go head to head the winner there um, well Leicester need a win to come top four United a draw or a win will suffice for them uh, Villa and West Ham are playing against each other that'll determine Villa's fate uh, and Watford are against Arsenal so. Uh, and also Bournemouth uh, at Everton. Bournemouth do, however, need results to go their way, as do Watford. So I'll come to you, Kuz. Predictions for top four, predictions for relegation. What's going to happen on the weekend? Top four, I can see Oregon Chelsea are going to beat Wolves. Uh, even against us, even though we scored five against them, they still look all right. And, um, Especially Pulisic. Yeah, 
Many list is tough, man. It's gonna it's gonna be tough to predict, but I can see like a draw happening in that because that's all men you need. Yeah, so I'd be happy to go for that, you know. Mm. And they'll be doing relegations as well. Yeah, yeah. I reckon how it is at the moment. I reckon Villa are gonna get either a point or a winner with with West Ham, and then um, I can't see Watford beating Arsenal away. And Bournemouth, it's going to just like that, just falls in. doesn't matter what they do. That's why I see. Josh, I'll come to you. Um, I'm just reading here. What happens if um, Man U and Leicester draw and um, Chelsea get points? Is that going to look a playoff or is it a place of goal? No, nah, Chelsea, so Chelsea, Chelsea just need a point to stay. Now, nah, don't worry about Chelsea. I'm saying if Man U and Leicester draw, who gets that fourth spot? Because they're oh. On, oh no 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 no, no there's no, a sorry, point sorry. there's a point difference there's a point difference yeah, sorry sorry um I think Leicester Chelsea I reckon don't underestimate how important you, you reckon Leicester will beat will beat Man yep. United no, I, reckon, I don't reckon I, I, look I, at I that hope, front three hope, from Man United so. no, but Papa Papa hang on have you seen Man U recently they're like, chokers that that team they're they, bottlers man. Like, don't get me wrong. They've been really good against shit teams. They play against a half. Yeah, but Josh, Josh, Isa, they beat Brighton three 0 and you come to me and you're like, they're, they're don't worry about us. They're back, man. Don't don't worry about us. I think I think they're showing signs. Don't get me wrong. I think they're showing signs. They're beating, bro. If for me, you spend that much money. You have you, you should be beating Sheffield at home. You should be beating Villa away. You should be beating Brighton away. It's nothing to rave about. Look at Man U, where they were before coronavirus. You ask a Man U fan, you're in, you're in the fourth position, fifth position, fighting for a Champions League on the final day. They would snap your hand off for it. Snap your hand. Yeah, they would. But you look at it. But they did have, I will say, granted, they did have injuries and they have hit form. But my thing is, like, yeah, now they're winning games they should be winning. No one needs to, no one needs to throw a party for them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They've been, they have, they've been, they have, they've struggled against bigger sides. For me, though, they've, they've bottled it. They, they were shocking against Chelsea in the FA Cup. Chelsea yeah. absolutely killed them. That was, that would have been sh- I haven't seen much of the game this morning, but that would have been shocking, I can already imagine. Yeah, they were, they were poor. They were poor. Well, they, drew, they drew freaking Maguire, man. Sorry. Sorry, hang on, hang on. <laughs> defending, freaking when he defended his own man at the, I guess, Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. And how about the yeah, one where Namas Stanish slash just rolled it through his legs yeah. and just hit a near post? Yeah. No, sorry. I, when you got, I when can't you believe got, that's eighty-five million. That's just, yeah, exactly. It. For me, look at Liverpool how they built their sides here yeah, to a championship team, champions, champions winning side. They started by building from their spine. You know, you bought in Van Dijk, you bought in Allison, you bought in Fabinho. Man, you That was like the last three signings. It doesn't matter. And they, you, they won your Champions League and the Premier even League. Man, even Man City yeah. with Laporte, so, Walker. Yeah. It's so Jack, it won't. You bought those three players and you win a championship. Yeah, yeah, they didn't start there. They were the last pieces. I understand that. I understand that. But they fixed, they fixed the manner. They fixed the manner. Yeah. And you went on weak, big things. Manu's spine is Maguire, De Gea. And for me, they don't have a recognised six yet properly. I think that's, that's where they're going. Matic just signed three. Still re- yeah, I still Matic reckon Matic is unbelievable. Matic. Just I've been watching him. United fans have been they've been creaming over him recently. He has been. Yeah, he's they, been. They cream over I think, all their players. They think yeah, since, since isolation. Yeah, but since isolation, I think he's he's been he's been letting Pogba doing he, uh, let him do his own thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. 
Jack, I, I said to you a long time ago, I was like, if they get a proper number six and they let Pogba and Fernandez if they get, if they get Conte, they will be, yeah. Oh, he was the one I was talking about, which is for me, that's doable, man. You could easily go and get, not yeah. easily, but give him a bid. And I think yeah. that's dangerous. But back I, agree. To, I still don't back know about Solskjaer, though. Yeah. No, I don't trust him. Yeah. I don't trust him. I, I think big. Win. I, I think honestly, I think big games. He's he's too inexperienced now. Honestly, I don't think he's like got enough tactical experience and tactical awareness to make the fine adjustments that are needed for big games. Yeah, but I I don't think he can like stamp any authority on like the big names like Pogba. No, I think honestly, it, it looks like it looks like they'd walk all over him. That's what I'm saying. The way he yeah. talks about him. Josh, what did you say? You I didn't hear yeah, anything there. Um. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I think when we beat when we beat Man U at the Emirates, just after New Year's, I was listening to I was watching the post game thing and I was listening to Schultz's interview and he said Pogba's medical team says he needs surgery. Yeah, yeah. So you don't even got Man U doctors telling your best player that you need surgery. You got his own exactly. Team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's common, but that's common in other sports because they they trust their own doctors over like. Yeah. They that it's in NBA it's common. Every all yeah. the top players have their own and have you, their own So look at you look at in American sides that the egos within those players to me are a hundred times higher than. Oh no, it's it's a different level. It's exactly. Level. But um, I am. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I'm conscious of time, so I'll get I'll get Popper. What do you think is going to happen with top four and relegation? I'm I reckon Manu will be Leicester if basically Vardy doesn't score or doesn't play well. Leicester don't do anything. I reckon yeah. we'll be Wolves, and I reckon Villa will be West Ham. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, I, I can see it. I think. I think a Leicester United draw. I think Chelsea Wolves will draw. I'm, I'll, I'll probably I'll play it safe. I'll say Villa will win and stay up, or they'll they'll get what they need to stay up. But I can see them losing to West Ham, yeah, and I can no, see them a result yeah. out. Jack, I, right. I honestly, I honestly can. I, I, I didn't like, Chris, Chris, you over, you overrate Villa, man. They're, they're honestly, they're not good, man. They're not good. They're they for a reason. Yeah, yeah but you got to understand, it's last match. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think, honestly, I think West Ham have been can happen. But the only thing that will factor into it for me is West Ham are safe. So whether they'll be on the beach or not, you don't know. But that's why I reckon Bournemouth. Because I saw Everton against Wolves, and Everton, well, they were so bad. They were atrocious. I honestly think Bournemouth, on their day, they can score goals and play nice attacking football. It's it's tight, man. I, can, I honestly, if if they pull something out, I could honestly see it happening. So yeah, Jack, I'm, I want to. I didn't. I didn't give you my relegation tip, but I was going to say if Everton don't score within the first half hour, I think Bournemouth will win. Because Everton looks shaky as defensively and Bournemouth yeah. quick on transition. So yeah, I think that can catch so hard. But also, the other thing that's pretty big is um that sixth and seventh because seventh, whoever's seventh could get Europa League if we lose the cup final. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So if if Wolves draw and Spurs win, they get sixth. So then Spurs get automatic Europa League and yeah. then Wolves' place is then dependent on what happens with you. So like I said, apart from the title and... Uh, City securing their spot. Everything there's there's still, it's still a lot to play for. So mm-hmm. it would have been um, nice um, if maybe Bournemouth picked up like a win or something, and we had three. Yeah, well, that would have been spicy. But yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, so I'll, Josh, the trivia answers. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. give me, give me your answers. 
Who's it actually? Oh, fuck. Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot about it. I only got two down. Ah, <laughs> uh, Popper. Well, no, actually, um, no. Actually, uh, whatever. Someone goes. Yeah, go, Pops. Uh, I know. I'm at Man City. Aguero. Do you know what year that was? Um, that was the 2011 12 season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, well, I got I'm um, Chelsea and Man U, and I'm just unsure what year. I'm oh, just pretty sure. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that year. That, that year was 2009, 2010. One point in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you both. You you got two. So, any? Did you get any other? Anyone else? Okay, Josh. Yeah, I got, okay, now you go, Kuz. Go, Kuz. No, the only other one I got. I got 11, 12, and I got not uh, 18, 19 with Austin City. Because yeah. that went down. So, yeah, okay. You didn't get the 9-10. Yep. Okay. I've got 94-95 I've when Blackburn won it on the last day. Yep. I've got 11-12 with Aguero. Yep. I've got 18-19 uh, with City last season. Yep. I've got 7-8 when United won it on the last day. Yep. I've got 13-14 with City won by two points yep. on the last day. Everyone um, forgets about that. Yeah, yeah. and I've got, I've got 9-10 where... Uh, Wait, when? Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, 13 14, the, the, Ger- the, oh, the infamous the team. Gerard, yeah. Um, and 9 10, where Chelsea slapped Wigan 7 1 on the last day to win the league. Yeah, so you got a 1, 2, 3, 4, five, six, 6. Oh, 6, sorry. Uh, just Q, I've got it written down. Was 95 96 another one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Newcastle came second. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The other one, the only other one, I'll tell you a quick story. Two quick story. The only, the only other one was in 98, 99. And you ask any Arsenal fan that was alive, that's the only day in the world you'd, we'd ever want Tottenham to win. If Tottenham beat Man U, Arsenal mm-hmm. won the league. And Man U won, I think, 2-1. And we lost the league by a point. I'm happy with myself. I've got seven, other seven at eight. I'm happy with yeah. I was maybe... Yeah. But no. that, that 13-14 one, I didn't think many years would get because I feel like that was all forgotten. Yeah, I, I no, City still had to win. Yeah, I know. Who'd that beat, yeah. Brian, or something? Uh, West Ham. Because we beat, we beat Newcastle at home. So, yeah, and then we, it was a two-point gap. That Palace game screws hard. Yeah. Old mate Dwight. You know what, Josh? It doesn't matter now because yeah, tell them what it is. Fucking champions. We're the, champi- we're the champions. Boys, thank you, thank you once again for joining me. Um. Yeah, this we'll, we'll watch eagerly with what happens over the weekend, and we will be back shortly. Uh, there's still plenty more football ahead, so thank you, fellas. Enjoy your night. Good, yeah. thank you. See you. Yeah.